0: Good morning. Uh, recording there from Shabbos, Parashas, um, Chay-e-Sara. It's, uh, Vov. We'll be doing Daf Vov, Bezis Hashem today, but just taking up, uh, the last five lines of Daf Ha'om and Baiz. It's been taught in a brighter. Hamosi mi Chanus la As we know, if somebody carries something, transfers it from the Rosh Hashayote to Rosh Hasharabim, picks it up in the Rosh Hashayote, transfers it and puts it down in the Rosh Hasharabim, he's Chayet. What happens there, however? A the person transfers an object from his shop, the shopping being a Rishat to the marketplace, which is the big road where everyone, everyone walks around, which is a Rosh Harabim. But the catch is Derek's stove. He takes it out, he walks through a stove. The stove is the area where the merchants, the shopkeepers, have their, their stools and their, uh, that they, they sit at. And uh, therefore, there's lots of obstacles in the way, and people can't walk around freely. And therefore, it's got the status of a Kamenist, not a rish So this person went from rishos hayotid through a karmel, but didn't put it down there, and then put it down in the rishos Is he chayav or potter? So the Tanakhama says chayav. He's chayav. Well, Ben put potter, whereas Ben says he's potter. So it says the gemara bishlam. It's fine, Ben We can understand the shit of Ben Azay. Because he holds mahanech to domi. As Tosus explains, even if you were to find, as the Gemara is going to do soon, find a similar case, for example, in the Mishkan or anything like that, which we find is Chayef. However, over here, he's going to be part. So the reason is, because Mahalich Ka According to ben when a person is walking, since he's taking step by step, we can view it as if every step he takes is a new Akira, and when the foot goes down, it's a Hanukkah. The next step is another one. So therefore, in effect, this person is walking from Rosh Hashayotid, stopping in the Kamerit, and then walking from the Kamerit, starting again from the Kamerit and going to Rosh Hashayot. Which obviously the Chathchideh shouldn't be doing, but he's not hired for that. Before we go on and see the shift of the Rabon, on just one or two points Tosavis makes, and that is that uh, the Rishami already asked, that if we say Mahalik this this uh, theory of ben as you're walking, as if you're stopping, starting, stopping, starting, so how can you ever be chayev to daladamis in the Sarabim? We know if a person transports an object, daladamis Amis, four and in the Sarabim, he is chayev. Ask Ben Azai, uh, ask the Rishami, how can he be chayev? According to Ben Azai, every step you're taking is a new start. So you're never going four in one go. So the Rishami answers that we're talking about, he jumps. He jumps four Amis. But it says the according to the Babli, we don't have to say this, because the Babli says that That's it, it's hilltotok emili Yes, strictly speaking, you can say Mahanech ko emid but at the end of the day, even with Maharikwe Medomi, the Torah says that you are high for in Damas and Rush So So likewise we would say according to Rabbi Akiva, although Rabbi Akiva holds that a projectile which is flying through the air, every centimeter of the way it goes, it's as if it comes to rest on the ground. So how can you be high for in and Rush if you throw an object for Amis and Rush Saladin? Why? As it's travelling it's starting, stopping, starting, stopping. The answer is Tilkha Sokimiros says That is just the Halo Kulamesh says to that the revolt was Mesutok. He had a sophic, what is Peshach in this Halachon HaMeshenai? Is the Halachon HaMeshenai that Maharech HaOmedomi and Kulot HaKamish just simply does not apply in a Rosh It just doesn't apply in a Rosh Or, does it mean to say it does apply in the Rosh Sarabim? but, despite the fact that it applies in the Risha Sarabim, the Torah still says, Yechayi Fedal Adam is in the Rosh Sarabim. What would be the Nafkamina? Tosh doesn't put it in those words, but that's the way we're being marketed. It. So Tosh is the would be what happens if, let's say, outside of the Daladamas the Rush Sarabin. Outside of the Daladamis, in other words, I've thrown the object, let yes, I've thrown the object, or in the case of Ben I've walked with the object object Daladamis. And then outside of the Daladamis, according to Ben Azai, let's say I didn't stop. Once I went outside of the Daladamas and the Rush somebody took it from me. So I never put it down. But do you say, hey, Maharik Sra Domi does apply in Arisha Sarabin? It does apply. Just despite the fact that it applies The Torah says you chaired the Daladamas in Arisha Sarabin. So since it does apply in Arisha Sarabin, so once I've walked the Daladamas, now it's as if I stopped. If any within the Daladamas, we just sort of say, okay, it applies, so you're still Khayat. But w- when it comes to after the Daladamas, now I need to actually come to rest, well Mahariq Sraomi Domi. Likewise with Khalot Let's say it never actually came to rest. I threw it, Daladamas. So do we say, well, it does apply in the Rosh Hashanah, just your khayev, despite the fact that it's going, despite the fact you got close commission on if it travels for hours you are khayev for that. So after the Daladamus, if let's say it got burnt up, it never actually came to rest, do we say, yeah, but close commission on it applies in the Rosh Hashanah, it's traveled Daladamus, it's now come to rest after the because of close commission on Chodomya, now your These are, two, or do we say no? You know what? It doesn't apply at all in the, the Rosh Hashanah. And if it doesn't apply in the Risha Sarabin, after the Zaradamis, it actually has to come to rest. You can't use Maharek Domi, you can't use Tuluk Kamisha Khadzamiyah. So then says the Rebar, so could I go the other way around? In the case of Maharek Ka'omidomi, so you're saying it doesn't apply at all in the Risha Sarabin? Sorry, not, not, not the other way around. Or, so that, that that's, that's just the other side. There's one further topic the Rebar has. And that is that according to Ben-Azai, if a person were to actually stop in the Dalad Amos, he was walking, and he stopped. He walked two Amos and then stopped. And then he walked another two Amos and stopped. So do you say, well, according to Ben-Azai, Mahalik HaMidoni, and it does apply, as we said, maybe it does apply in the Risha Sarabim, but despite the fact that it applies in the Sarabim, the Sireh says, Yechayel. So does that mean Ben-Azai would go a stage further and say, well look, Mahadeh K'obidomi means that every step is like you're stopping, starting, stopping, starting. And despite that, the Torah says, you're if you actually do that, keep doing that for the in the Rosh Hashanah. So does that mean then, even if I actually stop after two hours, I actually literally stop, and then I walk another two hours, I'm going to be Chayip. There's no different to Mahadeh K'obidomi. Or again. Or if Rishat to K'obidomi simply does not apply in the Rosh Hashanah. What doesn't apply at least for the Daladamas in the Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't apply. But if you actually stop, of course you're going to be potter. This is the topic of TOSIS. As to why TOSUS does not ask the same sort of question in quantum as you throw an object to Amish, then you pick it up another two, we d- we discussed that at the time. And the basic you which we just have to take from it is like this that that Khulotok Mishodomi is a much bigger Chidush than Mahade Kemidomi. Maharik actually has a very logical progression, it's something very logical. Every step is a new is a new start. Whereas Khlos Kim Kodama is a greater Chidush. You've only thrown it once. And with that one force, we still say that, despite that it's one force, which is one action which made it go all Daladamas, we still say it's as if it's rested on the ground at every stage of the way. But there is no way that you can say that it actually has come to rest. You're not actually walking. It's not Domi. It hasn't actually come to rest. In the case where it actually comes to rest, you've thrown it two Amas, then you pick it up and throw it again, it's two separate actions. There's no husband in the world to say that you will be high for that. And so for more information, you'd have to go back to the ship um, to sort of get 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 the full picture. Just the last point we need to take from this TOTS is the TOSIS points out that this shith of Ben Azai, the Mahadech HaMidlami, would not seem to go with the shith of Rabbi Yechanan. What was the shith of Rabbi Yechanan? Rabbi Yechanan said that if, for example, let's take an example, a person was clearing the table on Shabbos. He took the plates off the table, he was planning to put them in the kitchen sink. And as he was walking to the kitchen, he suddenly decided, wait a second, I just wanted to find out what time Mincha is this afternoon. So he walks out the house and meets his friend there, stops in the street and, says, and starts asking for the time of Mincha. Is he chai for that or not? Says Rabbi Yekhanon. No, he's not. Because when he originally picked up the, the, the plates, did the Akira, it was not with Das to go outside, it was with Das to go into the kitchen. Says so Tosus to that according to Ben Azai, you would be Chayyid. Because according to Ben Azai, the minute he makes his decision to walk outside, the next step he takes is a new Akira. Mahare Chaymezoni. And therefore you do have an Akira of Chayyid. And says so Tosus, to if you don't believe me, it's a Mephorah Shagamore and So the Kinsa, Ben Azai, and Rabbi Eichnon do not go hand in hand. That's the end of the Shita Ben Azai. Ben Azai says, therefore, coming back to our Gemara, if a person walks from Rosh to Rosh Hashayachah through a Kamedis, doesn't stop there, he is Potter, because Maharek to when he goes through the Kamedis, it's as if he stopped and then started again. Fine. So the Gemara at a Rabbonim, but according to the Rabbonum, they say, Yochayet, Nihi granted Nami as well, the Kasari Maharek lav ko Granted, they hold, the Maharik is not like stopping. And therefore, you've gone from Rosh to Rosh that As we know with eidzar, every case of eidzar, you can't just sort of extrapolate. You have to find a very very similar case which was in the mishkan, or we know how or something like that. Where do we find a similar case to this? That a person is chayev with all the longest in the world. Mahanechlav We have a case where you're going from rishusayochet to with a, with a domain in between, which is. For all intents and purposes, a makimpatur, a comadism, Imanath is a Where do you find that you're still Qayas? So Amar Safra says Rafsaf, Omar Biami, Omara On Top of Vovomadalat now, midi the Habo Amar Khafith Burish Sarabin. It's similar to a person who takes and who carries something in the Rosha Sarabin. Hossam over there, love alpha, they did not the, even though the Kamad are not given ozil, as long as he keeps walking, he'll be potter And Kimonakhay, the minute he puts it down in the Rosh Sarabin, he is Chayat. Similarly, he said so, you so could have said the same thing from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh the same idea. If you pick up something from the Rosh you walk out your house, as long as you keep going, you're potter. The minute you put it down, you're going to be chayat. So, to over here, it's no different. So, yes, I walked through a karmadis, And if I would have put it down in the karmadis, I would have been potter, But I didn't put it in the karmadis. I kept going. And when I put it down finally, in the Rosh I'm now chayat. Same sort of idea. Says so, the Gemara, me, Domi, is it similar? over there, wherever he puts it down, you're right, he didn't put it down. And that's why he's not hired. Because as long as he keeps walking, he hasn't done a hanokho. But no matter where he puts it down in the Rosh album, he's going to be chayat. Whereas over here, if he was to have put it down in the Karmenists, it would have been a mokom And therefore, even though he didn't put it down there, who says he's hired for this? He walked through an area where, if he would have put it down there, he would have been potter. In the case you've given me in the in the, in the Rabin, he hasn't walked through any makom because anywhere he was to put it down, he would have been chayav. The only reason he's potter, as long as he keeps walking, is because he hasn't done a hanocha. So the Gemara says, okay, take two. Here's the second attempt. It's similar to a case where a person carries an object from the beginning of exactly Daledavas. He picks it up walks exactly Dalai and puts it down awesome over there <laughs> is it not that even though that if he were to put it down within the Daladamas, Potter he, he would be Potter so you can't say wherever he puts it down in the interim it would have been Chayev. no he wouldn't if he were to put it down within the Daladamas, he would have been Potter and yet when he puts it down at the end of Daladamas, he is Chayev. so <laughs> over here, there's no difference same idea if he would have put it down in the store, if he would have been potter, but he didn't put it down there, therefore he's chayat. Says the Gemara, still, Midsomi is it similar, Hold some over there, the You're right, with regard to that person, who picked it up, and walked down the and then put it down, you're right, if he would have put it down within the Dalad it would have been a Mekon paturu. it would have been potter. But the Mekon that actual domain, that land, is a Mekon Chiyafu for everyone else. In other words, the reason why he's potter, if you were to put it down within the daladamas is not because that domain is a Makom It's because he didn't actually transfer it to He hasn't taken the object out of its domain of for Amos. That's why he's potter. But the ground itself is a Rosh Hashir If anyone else were to put it down, if somebody already walked Daladamas and puts it down in your Daladamas, which you're walking now, of course he'd be chayah. The ground is Makom Chiyot. But over here, Hoth, uh, over here, Rukh a Makom no matter who puts an object down in the Karmalist, in this stove, he's going to be potter. This stove is a Mekon Petur. And is right, it's a Mekon Petur. So, to Gemara. okay. And on maybe to have a rabbit similar, on of it's similar to somebody who transfers an object from a Sayofi to Roshu Sarabim, derech through Sidei the sides of the Roshu What this means is, a person has got his garden, outside of his garden, obviously there's a wall, and then it goes into Rishasarabim. Now his wall got a breach in it. That little sort of area where the wall used to stand is called Tzidei Rishasarabim. It's not Yerushasayachid because that's where the wall used to be. It's not Rishasarabim though because that's not where the Bnei Rishas- the Rishasarabim walked. It's called Tzidei Rishasarabim. Now if a person walks out from there, from the, he picks out something in his garden, and he goes out through the breach in his wall, and he doesn't stop there he goes straight down to the Rosh Sarabim and puts it down there Hosom over there love This is not that even though the monarchy the Rosh Sarabim, that if he would have put it down in the Siddur Sun, he would have put it down where the wall used to be he'd be potter It's not Rosh Sarabim. and yet he if he doesn't put it down there he continues out straight down in, in, into the Rosh Sarabin and he puts it down in the Rosh Sarabim. he is Chayat so Hachanami so over here it seems like the perfect uh, perfect uh, parallel case. Same idea over here? He walks out through the Kamanis, didn't put it down there, therefore he is says the So Sigamara mascula Papa says, not quite so fast, he's still got a question. Hani chala Rabbon, and that's fine according to the Rabbon So Omri siddhi Risha Salam, and apka Risha Salam, and Do they feel like you just said that the size of the Risha where the ward used to be, does not have the status of Risha Salam? Fine, then you're 100% you've got a parallel case. but according to Rabbi so, Omali, he says, Tidir Risha Sarabim, Kirisha Sarabim, Zomi. He says that the Tidir Risha Sarabim, where the wood used to be, has the status of Risha Sarabim. So, according to him, like an amen, what is that to say? What are you going to say? You still haven't got a parallel case. Because over there, if he were to have put it down where the wood used to be, he would be chayyab, because where the wood used to be is a Risha Sarabim, according to Rabbi Yadza. So, Omali Rav Achav Rid Ravikas Ravik, Achav Rid Ravikas said back to Rav Bapha, the Shaman Ravid Yazov, let's then i say you've only heard Rabbi Yaza so the he says the size of Rosh Salam, like where the wall used to be has the face of Rosh Hashanah that is where there are no protrusions what this means is we can get a different type of Siddhi Rosh and then this, this is somebody who's taken a preventative measure he doesn't want his wall to get knocked down so what he does is he puts little peck into the wall so that no one will come too close to his wall because if they come too close to his wall they hit the peck and if the cars and the caravans and the animals and whatever it is don't come too close to the wall, they won't knock down the wall. So that little area now where you have these things protruding from the wall, understandably people can't walk. Now it's not a Rosh because there's no Mechitzes there. It's not a Rosh because people can't walk there. Even Rabbi Yeza says the Gemara, <speaking in Hebrew> where you've got these rubbing things, the things protruding from the wall, Mishom <speaking in Hebrew> Have you heard Rabbi Yeza? Do you think Rabbi Yezah holds in that case that that would be called the Rosh Hashanah? Most definitely not. In other words, even Rabbi Yeza would hold that that to the, the Rosh Hashanah where you've got those things protruding does not have the status of Rosh Hashanah. And despite that, if you walk from your garden with an object and you walk out through the door, through the area where you've got these things protruding, and you walk out from the Rosh Hashanah and you put it down there, you will be Chayat therefore says the Gomorrah that is the perfect case it's exactly similar to that case where you walk out from your shop to the Rishusha Rabbim through a Kamenist you don't stop there if you put it down there if you put it down in the Rishusha Rabbim you're going to be quiet that says the Gomorrah is where we learn it from just one point Toses points out and that is that according to Ben Azai, you would not be Khayev in the case of Sidirusha Saladin, because once again we'd say Maharech Which means it says it would be as if as if you stopped in that little area which, which is Sidirush Sarabin. Let's see where there's the, the protrusions, even Rabbi Azul it's not like Rosh And then you walk from there into the Rush and so, according to Ben Azai, you wouldn't be Khayev, you'd be part of But according to the Rabonan who don't say Maharech Kaidoni, most definitely you are Chayev in that case. And since you're Chaiv in that case, so too you're going to be Chayev. In the case of the stov, where you've got the karmic in between. The Gemara now concludes says <speaking> Rabbi ben Azay ben Azay agrees <Hebrew> Until now we've talked about a person who is holding an object and he's walking. So Ben Azay says if you're walking, Mahare Khamidon. It says if you've stopped in the Karmanids. If you stopped in the Kamanitz, therefore you're part of. says Rabbi Yechonon but Ben Azay will agree if you throw an object from the Rashis to the Rashisarabim over the airspace of the karmelit, the you yuma- almost definitely chayav, because there we don't have the <laughs> hadechemidom. You're not taking footsteps. Klutzah <laughs> commission chadomiyot. We don't hold of that. So the gemara says we learned this in a britzer. If a person takes an object from his shop, roshus Hayakhid, to the marketplace, which is a roshus harabim, derech stov, by way of that karmelit, where the where the uh, benches are set out there. Chayav. The Tanah says you're chayav in all cases. Echad <speaking in> hamuzi, <Hebrew> whether you take it out on foot. Bechad <speaking in> hamachnis, <Hebrew> whether you bring it back in on foot. Bechad azorik, bechad hamusha, whether you throw it out. Or whether you just pass it out. Benazayim and Benazayim says, hamuzi, hamachnis, potter. No. If you carry it on foot, out or in, you are potter. But hamuzi, because maharif khaim is on me. The hamuzi, if you just stretch it out, or you throw it out, you will be chayav. Now, what is the halacha? So you would expect if you got rabbonon against Ben Azai, we should pass tonight. The rabbon and that is exactly what the Rambam paskins. That is exactly what the Rosh paskins, and that is the halacha. However, the RIT, for some reason, quotes this last statement of Rabbi Yehonan that you should know says, Rabbi Erkanon, that Rabbi Yehonan the Ben Azai agrees in the case of Zerik. Why do I need to know that? the riff only quotes things which are why do I need to know what Ben-Azai holds in the case of Zalek if we don't pass like Ben-Azai so many understand from the riff the, the, the Rosh already understands from the riff that he's passing in like Ben-Azai and he says how can that be Lemaitha, the Shilti ti for example says I don't see the Hathros to say that Moreover, the Beit says that what the rift meant was not to say that we're like Ben Azai. The reason why we have to understand the Shita Ben Azai is in order that we can understand properly the Shita of the Rabbinon. So you shouldn't make a mistake in the case of the Rabbinon. I.e. to understand that Ben Azai also holds that Kluta loves Kohen Chodomiah. Therefore the reason why Yochai is not because of Klutta commission Chodomiah, it's because of Mahalech Kaimedomi. Once I know that ben is saying that Mahalich Domi, then I know that the Rabbonum holds Mahalik Lav T'Omid Domi. And therefore the rabbonim will say the Yochayev in all cases, whether you throw it or even if you just take it out. Because not only do we not pass in Kulotik Mishonu K'Omid we also do not pass in Mahalich Domi. There's then aphaneh Yeshua who says that you should know anyway that it's not Nukhas that Rabbi Yechon disagrees with ben Anyway, the kids are, the bottom line is, whether the Rift does pass Ben-Azai, whether he doesn't pass Ben-Azai. It's irrelevant. The Halofa, the final Halofa, is the passes pasken the Rabbonon, the uh, Roth pasken the Rabbonon, and therefore if a person walks with an object from Rosh Hashayot to Rosh Hashayot or vice versa, and he does not stop in the Kamen, it's all in the kohen and he puts it down in the Rosh in the Rosh he will be chai'ed. That is the final halacha, and as the Raman puts it, and I don't need to tell you, if a person throws an object from Rosh Hashanah over a Fatur Petur or carries into Rosh Hashanah land, lands there he's chayav. As Avni Neizer says, this is just the the to What we said earlier that Klutz Kmiyshon Chodomi is a much bigger chiddush than Mahariy to Eimidomi. So if we don't pass in Mahariy to we don't pass in Aben Azayin. That Koshkin, we do not pass in Rabbi Akiva that Klutz Kmiyshon Chodomi. Says the Gemara, Ton-a-rab-on. It's been taught in a Braise. Are by Rosh Hashanah There are four main domains for Shabbos: Rosh Hashanah Yochid or Rosh Hashanah the Karmenis. Those are the four domains. So Gemara now clarifies what are these four domains. So what is the Rosh Hashanah What is the Rosh To be say, Cholit Shu If you got a ditch which is ten spokim deep, the rock of Dalit and it's four by four spokim in its uh, area wide. The Chayin Gad to yud which is 10 high, Haid rock of Dalet, and it's four by four on the top Zui Roshas Hayochid, Dalet, the Roshas Hayochid, Gemurah, a complete Roshas Hayochid Where are your Mechitsas on top of the wall? Rashi says we say good Asik that so we, we've got these imaginary machitzas which rise up since the wall is already Tenspachim up from the ground so we can imagine the size of the wall, like the pillar, coming up and creating these imaginary Mechitsas However, we saw the Meirio, I think we saw it on Thursday or Friday in the Eri, says, in Sukkah, you don't even need to come on to Kudasik, uh, as we discussed um, in more detail over there. But either way, this is the definition of Rosh Hashayokhid. It's four by four in, in terms of its area, and it's got mechitsas, or imaginary mechitsas, or it's been raised in the Rosh Hashanah, whichever way you're Deep down, in terms of a ditch, of ten form. That's a Rosh Hashayokhid. What is a Rosh Hashayokhid? Seratio, or the Saratya is a road, uh, high, uh, a high, big road which passes from one city to another. Palatya, or uh, Palatya Gadera is a big marketplace. Umabue Tamufuloshin, and then you've got the, um, like a uh, road which is open at both ends, and it passes between two main, big main roads, Saratya or Palatya, it passes between them. Zui Rishos Harab and that is an absolute Rishos as we mentioned in the shear, this is not really the, the uh, it doesn't discuss here very much about the width of the of the Rishasarab, In that we know it's got to be, generally it's got to be 16 armies wide. In the case of that Moby, by the way, which connects two uh, big highways, there are shifts, and the Rashkot speaks that it, possibly it does not have to be 16 armies wide. There are shifts like that in, in that case. But again, it's more for Sugiz and Eirubin. Uh We did just mention very briefly, as I said, it's more for Erebin, it's not really for here, that Rosh Ravan, maybe it has to be 16 armies wide, maybe it has to have 600,000 people going down it, um, and then you've got another point, and that is that um, this uh, road, which connects two main roads, um, there is a Russian area but which makes it sound like it's got to be a straight road, which runs from one end of the city to the other end of the city, and it's got to go all the way through, straight all the way. And we just mentioned very briefly, this is, this whole uh, sort of shida, this whole debate about the North Circular in terms of the London native, a lot of it, cent- it centres around these things we've talked about. In other words, the width of it, 16 numbers, fine. But, it does it have 600,000 people going down there or not? Debatable. A lot depends on how you how you measure the six hundred thousand people. Is it in terms of the people who use it daily? Or are we talking about the people who live in the vicinity and who use the road? Or are we talking about some the people who surround that area? There are steers and rushing air in Russian Airbnb and there's a lot of a lot of debate about it. Do we need six hundred thousand people anyway? It's a big muscle extra showing it. Not everyone holds you need six hundred thousand people anyway. But even if you do need six hundred thousand people, maybe you have the six hundred thousand people. And even if you don't have the six hundred thousand people, but the North Circular does connect it goes from the, I don't know, people told me, etc. goes to M1, and the other end goes to, I don't know, M11, M15, whatever it is, and those are major roads, where seemingly there's definitely 600,000 people. So does that give that, the north circular, the, the states of the Mowiama-Podosh? On the other hand, maybe not, because there are all these shifts, it's got to be completely straight, which the reform mentions here, it's got to be straight. They argue it's not straight, because you've got the rounds which break it up, and it bends and stuff, the kit that, there's a lot to debate about the, about the North Cycle, whether it does have the status of the Rosh Hashanah or not. But as I say, it's more so to Erevin. We're not really getting involved now. Uh, even, as i when we get to Erevin, we can speak more about it there. That is the Rosh Hashanah. So we've had Rosh Hashanah and we've had the Rosh Hashanah. Says the zu. You're not allowed to take out from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh and You're not allowed to take in from the Rosh Sarabim to the Rosh Hashanah. And if a person did, the Eim, if a person did take out or he did take in, the shogig if he did it by accident, the Maizid, if he did it by the Maizid, on his when it's called, it's punishable by Koresh, or Skiro, depending on whether there were Edim and Asra or not. is Here we come on to the third, which is the Karmenists. But the sea, and a Biko, which is a big open plain where there's lots of fields there, without any machitas. Any in the, Chitis, the Ishtar, or the the and the Ishtar Bonis, which is the area in front of the shops where the shopkeepers sit out with their this convention there, with their merchandise. There are Carmelists and the Carmelists, which the Gomorrah will obviously ask on the Well, all of these are Carmelists. What the Carmelists coming to include? But uh, all these things, in your local it's not, like, it's not like a Rashi Salamin because the Rabins don't go there. They can't really go on mass. They can't go on the sea. They don't go in the fields where there's crops planted. They can't walk in the air in the market where you've got all these benches in the way. But so on the other hand, it's um, also, it's not like a Rosh because as Rashi says, it doesn't have machizas. So what is it? It's an in between thing. What is the status of this in between thing? So very important to note, says the Makin Mishnah. Minah it doesn't have machizas, it's not Rosh Tayyach. But the Rabbin can't go there, it's not Rosh So what is it? It's a Makkoym Petur. Mekon Petur means you can carry their Daladamus, you can carry from there to Rosh you can carry from there to Rosh Hashayotin, and vice versa, no problem, it's a But, Khazal said it has similarities to Rosh Hashayotin, because not a lot of people go there. It has similarities to Rosh Hashayotin, because it doesn't have Mechitzah, and people, some people do go there. So therefore they put on the Khumras of both Rosh Hashayotin and Rosh Hashayotin. And therefore Midr-Abonon, they know to have you can't carry their Daladamus, they not if you did so, you're possible. because You can't carry from there to not from into it. They You can't carry from the into it, but not from it into they if a person did so, he is posher because it's all drabbonah. Now that's three rishis we have up. Now and commonest. Before we come to the fortresses, the Gemara just wants to tell us one or two, the bride wants to tell us one or two didn't. And that is, and if you've got plat- public courtyards, now it's got machitas there, so therefore it's a roshishayotid. Let's say a stairwell and a block of flats. It's got machitas, it's a roshishayotid. So to umabu'a on If you've got a mobui, which is a cul-de-sac, which is not open at both ends, it's open, only open at one end. Now, this is, um, not a rusha shayokhi, necessarily. According to many, many rishonim, other than the Raman, basically, it, at least potentially, depending on where it opens up onto, it could make a difference, but, at least po- potentially, it could be a rusha shayokhi. Like the, like the, uh, thoughts there, Sharadet. According to the Raman, it's not, it, it's, uh, it's not a rusha It's, again, once again, it's like the mukhaim patur. Okay. But these things, um, we say... Eribu, if they made an Erib, then Muttorin. Now, according to the Ramam, you actually have to put up a lechi and a... You, you basically, you have to make it into... I mean, according to, to everyone. If you want to carry there from your houses into, into the Khotsa and into this three-sided thing, you've got to make sure there are four Mechitas. In the case of the Mufurush, the, 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 sorry, the 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 Mufurush, so you have to put something up on the full side, the lechi, the Kheru, whatever it is, and then make your Erib you join everyone together with the bread, and you make the of er, the Eder of potatoes er, and the shit of the voice, whatever it is, you get together with, the, with, with some bread, much as people do nowadays, so to the of er then, and when you've done that, then you can carry from there to your house, and your house to there, no problem, you can carry that, no problem. But, call them um, on that you haven't done that. but if you have not made an of there, then Asurim, it is forbidden to go from your house to there, and from there to your house. Now even though, both of them are Rosh and it's the Khatsi Rishar Rabim. And so the more Vishnah Putash is the Mahvek's Rahmam and others, whether it's a Rushtaiochid or So whatever it is, but potentially it could be Rosh Tayochid, the point to Rashi is the Rashita So um what's the problem? If it's a Rashidayah, why 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 can't I go from my house to there? The tariff is this is Midrabon. Because since your house is a private Roshitayochid, the chotzer or this Movi She'en of is a public Rishat It means it's a Rishat Hayok, but it belongs to lots of people. Therefore, it has a certain similarity to a Rishat And once we allow people to walk from the houses into this chotzer, and vice versa, people will make a mistake and walk straight from the, uh, the house out into the Rishat as well. Therefore, we require you to make this a but now we come to the, f- the fi- fourth and final Rishas, and that is the Mekon What is that? A person can stand on his kupa. The Iskupa. The is the threshold um, between your house and the Rishas HaRabi. And we're talking about this threshold is not 4 by 4 but it is raised from the ground 3 to 4. That is a the Petur. It's raised from the ground 3 to 4. It's not 4 by 4 that's a the Petur. So no the Mekon Petur is you can take something from the rishus from the from the Balabai hand in rishus hayyotid for and you can give to him you can carry from the betur to rishus hayyochin and vice versa and likewise you can take something from the hand of the Oni in the rishus haravim and you can put something in his hand no problem because the Makon Batur is bossed to rishus hayyotid and it's bossed to rishus haravim it's no problem. But as long as or may, and all you're not allowed to do the to do, but the Rabana will go there because of Zilzan and Chabur and because of because they will worry about it it will lead to we do not allow you to take something from the Balabayas, you take it into the into the Pitur, so now it comes to rest in the Makan Pitur, and then you hand it on to the Oni in the Because in effect what you have done is you have just transferred an object from Rashis to Rashid Okay, you've done it by taking into the Makoim which strictly speaking, we can't fault you on that. But it's going to lead to Zilzan and Shabbos, and people will start carrying from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh direct, therefore the Chatzkili, you can't do that. If you take from just Rosh Hashanah to the Makoim and back, that's fine, 100% fine. So if so you can take from Rosh to the Makoim and back, 100% fine. But just don't go over all three domains in one sort of uh, like that, going from Rosh Hashanah to Makoim Batur and then Makoim Batur to Rosh Don't do that. But if a person did, they not halal and if they did do that, then Shalom Tumtum that all three of them are halal because, as we said, really we can't fault you on it. Achim, the Achim that's normally Rebbe says, "Iskuba m'asham eshah spes He says no, and the Gemara will discuss more about what this iskuba, what, what this all means. But an iskuba can act, act as two different domains, namely, b'zman shal pe'sach It's a threshold. So when the the door of the house is open, then k'lefnit then the threshold has the din of the it's, it's as if it's inside in other words the Rosh Hashem when the door is closed then Well, then the threshold is outside of the door it can't be part of the house anymore it's got the din of outside It's that's for the time here, that's what it sounds like will discuss it in more detail finally says the writer if the iskupo, his is spoke high and it's 4 by 4 Tavalkim on the top, that is a Rosh isn't it? Nonetheless, HaRizu Rosh it's its own domain. In other words, despite the fact that it's a Rosh you're still not allowed to carry from there into the house, or the house onto there. Even though both are Rosh there's no gap between the two, you're not allowed to do it. Why not? The Gomorrah will discuss that discussion. It. But it's got the status of Rosh it's 10 high, 4 by 4 that's Rosh Hashayot as we said. So to sum up, we've got four Rashiyahs here, Rashus Hayyotid is where it's four by four, by ten high, or low. I mean, going into the ground, in other words. Imagine your whichever way you get, your tenth ten Tenth folkin. Ten is allowed Mechitsas. Rashus is, there's no Mechitsas, it's, pol- it's sixteen armies wide, generally speaking, and it, uh, maybe it's got to be straight, maybe it's got to have six hundred thousand people, all the other requirements uh, are, as I said, based in the Rashidim. A Carmelite is a place which is four by four, but it does not have mechitzes which are ten high. But it's obviously raised three to bottom from the ground, because otherwise it just becomes part of the ground. And a mechon is where it's raised three to bottom from the ground, but it's not even four by four in terms of its uh, area on the top. Those are the four main domains. Tosus mentions the case of the Carapace, uh, the case of the Carapace, which... Um, a Carapace is basically... It's an enclosure which uh, is bigger than a than, uh, two... Based, oh, it's bigger than base it's a hundred amas um, more than a hundred by fifty amas but it was not sent in for the sake of living there. So the halo is you're not allowed to carry their damas, sounds like a Rashus On the other hand um, on the other hand, if you throw from a Rashiv Rabin into it, you'll be Chayah. Now that's not a karmalist. Because a karmist if you throw from Rashiv Rabin into it, you're possible because the whole thing's on this, if you throw it from the Rosh Hashanah into it, you are tired. And despite that, which makes it sound like it's a Rosh Hashanah, But if you carry in there Daladamas, you're not allowed to do that either. So Tosius basically says, really, Midarite is a Rosh Hashanah. Just because it's, it's what, what he calls it, it's lacking people living there, therefore the Rabbonon said, it's not a full Roshus Hashayochim mid the we don't want you to carry in that dada-daman. But you should know mid the and the Ramon can't change that. It is a Rosh Hashayochim the And if it's not really a fifth Rosh it's a Roshus Hashayochim with the Chumra of the Kamas. That's what it is. If it's really just a, a, a combination of two of the four main Rosh Says the Gemara, Omamar, We said, Zui Rosh We said the case to be quoted of the ditch. And the um, the case of the ditch and the fence, this is the Rosh Hashayoth. Why do you need to tell me that? You've already asked at the beginning, what is the Rosh Hashayoth? And then you give me the two examples. Why do you need to finish off by saying, this is the Rosh Hashayoth. So, the Miyote 9, what's it coming to Exclude? Obviously, it's trying to say, this is the Rosh Hashayoth, and something else is not a Rosh Hashayoth. What's that other thing which is not a Rosh Hashayoth? So, the Gemara, the Miyote, the Rabbi Hoda, it's coming to Exclude, that's of Rabbi Hoda. The Tanya, because we learn to Nebrai say, yes, the al more than this, Omar Rabbi Rabbi Hoda says, what's more than this? So, let so just quote the Tosefta. We'll just pick out one case from the Tosefta. And that is the case of, let's say, a bridge. If you've got, let's say, a Rosh Sarabim and you've got a bridge passing over the Rosh Sarabim, So, we say that as long as, um, Rabbi Yoda says, that as long as you keep underneath the bridge, if you're walking underneath the bridge, you can walk with an object as much as you like. Why? Because Rosh it has become like a Rosh Hashanah. The answer is we say P. Tikra Yerez Vesotin, which basically means we, the, um, from the edge of the bridge, the outermost edge, walls drop down. It's a bit like good, good, uh, I think in the Shea, I, I think I originally quoted it as uh, good artist. There is a certain similarity, but it's not the same. I'm not going into why, but it's not, it's not really the, quite the same. There are slight, there's a slight difference in terms of requirements. But this is the concept of P. Tikro Yerevet We drop like a plumb line, there's imaginary mechitzes which drop down from the edge on the side of the bridge. That's what it is. And therefore it's a Rosh and you can walk around there. No problem. Yes, the Al Rabbi, the back to the Gemara. Now, this, 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 this is the successor continuing on. But the reason is I'm going to tell you an even bigger Kedesh. Even where you don't have P. Tikro so you've only got two mechitzes, I can still make it into Rosh How does that work? If a person's got two houses on two sides of the Rosh Hashalabim. So just imagine, imagine your road, let's say. Whoever's listening to this, this is your road. Your road, let's say, was a public thoroughfare. It was an absolute, it was a motorway. And imagine your house. Okay, you've got your house. And on the opposite side of the road, you've got another house. Exactly opposite your house. Let's say, you've got two houses, one on either side of the road. And obviously, parking between the two houses is a Rosh Hashirah. The stage of Yodah, well, mid writer in the area of the Rosh Hashirah, in other words, if you were to draw lines from your house over to the other side, to the house on the other side of the road, that area is all a Rosh Hashirah. That's all a Rosh mid Even though you're actually crossing through a a, a, a motorway doesn't matter. right you only need two mechitas. I've got two mechitzas. The, the mechitzas from the houses. But what do we require you to do? Oh, mekan, top of There is a concept in in that comes up the, all over the place of lechi and kira. A lechi is a vertical beam, and a kora is a horizontal beam. Now how they work, whether it, as we mentioned, whether, it's, whether it acts as a machitza, whether it's just a heka, as a reminder not to go beyond that point, is discussion in Eirubin, Hadach the we spoke about it very briefly in this year, but it's not, it's not really in the get Over here, Rabbi Huddah says you only need two machitzas. Just Rabbom, what we want you to do is, put, at either end of your Roshoth Hayochit, right, when we're putting Roshoth Hayochit, put a leki or a korub. So say put a horizontal, uh, sorry, a vertical beam at the edge of, let's say, imagine your house, so put it at one end of your house, the lechi and another lechi at the other end of your house. In other words, marking where your Rosh Hashayotah is going to end. So in other words, if a person's walking up the, the motorway, he's walking up the motorway, he'll come to, he'll see your lechi and he'll say, what's this lechi doing here? Oh, there's a house on this side, there's a house on that side, Oh, this is, I'm about to walk from Rosh Hashanah into Rosh I'd better make sure, if he's just picked up something, I'd better put it down before I walk in there. Because this is a Rosh Hashayotis. And likewise, if he's walking through now, he's walked through your first lehi, he's walking there, and he picks up something there, he says, well, oh, I can carry it, this is a Rosh So he's walking around there, and he's about to walk out the other side, he sees the lehi, and he says, Oh, hey... I'm about to go back. The 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 is coming to an end. That's why we require, require a leki at either end or a koyro. Oh, koyro mekam, or you put a horizontal beam from one from one house to the other at one end, and um, a koyro mekam, the koyro mekam, and a horizontal beam at the other end from one house to the other. And then the nootim, the the Rabbi says you can carry it in the middle as you wish as the Rosh hayochi. So Amrudois the chachomim said to him, Ein ma'arven rishus saravim Chas you can't do that. You can't. They should make an aid of an Rosh Hashanah with that. This is a public thoroughfare. This is a, a motorway passing through. By putting a lech in that k- Weren't word, at too. And that's what our bride is coming to say. Zuri Rosh The cases we've quoted you is rishas But in the case of Rabbi Yehuda chas is not a rishas hayochid. Why do they have to say zuri Rosh hayochid What do you want with the word gemurah? So it says the gemurah because Ma'udatimi. You may have made the mistake of saying. That keep When do the Rabbanah argue with Rab To When do they say that you can't create a Rishitayochid in the middle of that motorway? That is the Litaltel. That is they don't allow you to start carrying there in the middle of the motorway because it's bound to lead to mistakes. Because look, I mean, people are going to say this is a the motorway. They don't think, oh, there's a lefty there, there's a right, to two is enough. People are going to start carrying in Rishitayochid. Therefore, the, that's why the Rabban said to you that, sorry, no, no, nothing doing it. You can't call that a Rishatayof with your lechis and coders. That's not going to help you with regard to carrying. Believe, right? But to tell you there's no Rishatayof at all. Namely, that if a person were to throw an object, he's standing just outside where the lechis is. He's standing in, on the motorway in the Sarabim, and he picks up an object, and he throws it in. He throws it into the... Right, he's standing one armor outside. He throws it just over the border, into your into your little bit now where the lefties are, that's a debatable area. And it lands there. Would they say, even with regard to that, your apostle, it's not a rush Yochid at all? Maybe all they meant to say was, it looks too much like a rush because you've got a motorway there. Therefore, khumra, we have to go to Khumra and so say you can't start carrying there. But to say L'Chula, it's not even a Roshita Yochid, L'Chula. Meaning, that if a person were to throw an object from just outside where the lefty is, just inside of where the lefty is, Say well, it's not a shaykhid at all. You're posher. You're throwing from a shaykhid to a shaykhid. You're posher. Maybe they wouldn't say that. but to throw Maybe you would have said that they agree with Rabbi Hood that it's got the taste of a shaykhid, and therefore you're throwing from a shaykhid to a shaykhid, and therefore you're chayav. That's why we have to come and teach you. Otherwise, that no, that's not. That's not. No. We're saying here, zuhi a shaykhid kamura. The cases we've given you in, in that writer of the ditch and the fence, that is the way Rashi touched it, and that is the Roshul Tayofi which has got the full number of required mechitsas. But in the case of Rabbi Yehuda, it's only got two mechitsas, lechis and codes won't help you, you've only got two machitzas, it does not have sufficient mechitsas to make it a Roshul Tayofi at all, Kalau. It's not a Rosh Hashayoch, at all, not the Chumrah, not the Kula. You can't carry there, it's a Rosh Hashayoch. And by the same token, if you throw from a Rosh Hashayoch into that area, you are throwing from Rosh Hashayoch to Rosh Hashayoch, and you are potter. Obviously, if it's traveled Dalai Damis, you'll be high for that. But if you haven't travelled down, down this, all you're worried about is going from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh you will be potter. It is not a Rosh Hashir at all. That's what the, is, the word Gomorrah is telling me. Because it doesn't nigmar, lo nigmar mechitesh tell. It's, the name is not complete. And therefore you are, you would be potter for that. That's what the Mishnah, that's what the bride is coming to tell us with that. Just one or two points, and that is that from the Rashi, we made a couple of Diyokim and Rashi, very important Diyokim, Again, for more information you have to go back to the, to the original share, but I'll just mention it in brief. Point number one is, this idea that nigmaru minyana That we've got the full number of mechitzahs. What do you mean we've got the full number of mechitzahs? got the full number of mechitzahs? What, you need four mechitzahs? I thought Rashi holds that so you only need, this is Tosin and says, um... I think it's first in Erevin says, but we, we've, we've got Rai as Rashi in seemingly holds, that you only need three machitas. It's not Rashi, this, this is not first This is Rai from Rashi in Ereven, that Rashi seemingly holds, you only need three machitas at least with a riot, to be called the Rashi Not four mechites, what do you mean? Nikma machitas? So we gave, we said that either what Rashi means to say is, that once you've got four machitas in mean, other words, you've got four... I'd say you've got something on all four sides. The fourth side doesn't necessarily need the full mechita. It can be a lehi and a kodah, whatever it is. But once you've got that, then it's a roshuth hayochid for all purposes. Meaning you can carry in there. You can, right? You can carry in there, you can carry it from your house to it. It's a full roshuth hayochid in all sense... in all uh, sort of... Um, in all senses. Without that fourth mechita, already... we've got to be... without the thing on the fourth side... There's certain denim to it. There is another answer, which perhaps is a more true answer, um, which I saw in, I saw it saw it quoted in a sefer, which I do not remember exactly where I saw it. Could have been in a sefer, I saw is Hayam. it could have been there. But, um, they definitely say on a Rashi later on, I've seen it uh, sort of quoted on, and that is at this. So there is a Taz in Shin al at the beginning there, who says that, Okay, the Rambam says you always need four Mechitzah to be a Rosh Hashayot, but you should know that even those who argue with the Rambam, when do they say three machitzas is enough to make it into a Rosh Hashayot? That's only when it opens up onto a Kamanis. But if it's opening up onto a Rosh Hashayot, everyone agrees that it will not be a Rosh Hashayot unless it's got four Mechitzahs, because you've got got the Rabbim walking there. If you want to sort of separate this from the Rosh Hashayot, then you've got to have four Mechitzahs. Now, our case is, understandably, we're talking about this next to the that you can see from the Brice because it talks about carrying from the Rosh Hashanah to the Rosh Hashanah. So, therefore, that's why Rashi talks about it having to have a former And I think that answer, if you go with the Taz, is definitely, is uh, much simpler to so learn into Rashi. That was one Diak Rashi. The other Diak Rashi, which um, I, I said the Taz uh, sort of speaks about, but the truth is it goes back before that the Taz's father-in-law, that's the sabbath, already makes before that. And that is, the Rashi uh, talks about, we know uh, Rishat HaYochd has to have 4x4. Four four. And Rashi talks about the Halal Sheldalit. Now, there is a Shalim in the Rishonim whether you need the 4x4 four four, can be made up including the Mechitzas, the surrounding Mechitzas. Or does it have to be that the space inside the Mechitzas is 4x4? Four four? And Tocerius so in Erebin says that Rashi holds, you can include the Mechitzas. So why does Rashi over here talk about Why does Rashi over here talk about the Halal being Dalit? Why does that be the Halal? Why not include in the Mechitzes? So the Bach says, you see from here, that Rashi obviously holds that you need the Halal, you need the the space inside to be Daladal Dalit. But the Taz taz gives one answer to this, and the Taz says, no. Because you should know, the only reason that the Mechitzes create, can be used to make up the Daladal Dalit, is because we say, no matter how thick the machitzas are, We just say, take the outermost edge and say, good asik. Good asik, sorry, good asik. It's as if the outermost edge goes up and you've got ten armors going up above where the wall ends. Therefore the wall is now part of the space inside, it's part of the airspace of the Rishasayosh. Therefore they can be included in the 4x4. Rashi here is talking about good asik. We're talking about on top of the wall. That's the case of Zui Rishasayosh Gamurah. We're talking about the wall. We're using good asik. If you're using the dasik, then of course you need 4 by 4 inside. In other words, in short, everyone agrees you need 4x4. It's just a question of whether you can say good asik from the outermost edge or not, and therefore the wool can be included in making up the 4 by 4 That's the answer that the, the task is. We gave another couple of answers based on two shittas brought in the in the, um, the Mishnah Brewer. One was that when do we say that you can include the mechites? That's only if they're thick wools. If they're very flimsy wools, then you can't include them in the 4 x four. But well, over here, since we're using good asic, um, good asic means they are paper-thin walls. They're imaginary machines. So therefore, obviously, obviously, you would not be able to use them in the making up your dah That would be another answer. There's one last answer, and that is based on a rush ball. Um, a rush ball, which the Mishnah Baruch would, Um And that is... Um, that is... Um, sorry, no, the, the, the rush ball was the answer the, say the, so we just gave about depending on the thickness of the walls. There's, there's another answer we could give, and that's based on, there's a Prima Godim, and a, I think a Moshe there, there's a few Akharedim who say that this whole debate about whether you can include the thickness of the walls, that's only to give the walls the status of Rosh But to give the area inside of the walls the status of Rosh everyone agrees that it's got to be 4x4, four four excluding the walls. And uh, obviously here, we are talking about inside the walls, um, and therefore, of course, it's got to be 4x4. Four four. Whichever answer you want to take, we've got various ways of answering up Rashi, all these Yisaitis are very important in so that's why we said we mentioned all three answers. I think I may have, as I said, in the Shere, I may have given, tried to g- give a fourth answer to that question using the Taz in Shintam HaKim, but it was the wrong Taz sort of thing, and therefore, uh, ignore that fourth answer. Continuing on into the Gemara now. On Amad, Zui Rosh we then said, uh, we gave various examples of Rosh Hashir we said, this is a Rosh Hashir Once again, l'mi mai, what's I coming to exclude? So the Gemara, l'mi yotei coming to exclude the other statements of Rabbi Yehudah. This time, we've learned in the Mishnah, Rabbi Yehudah, Rabbi says, um, just one word of introduction, that we know that if you've got a well, now well, assuming it's four by four in terms of its uh, area, and it's very, very deep, so it's definitely tensile often deep, so it's a roshasayotid. Now, when the only who when people were coming out for the regal, um, they obviously wanted to be able to give to drink to themselves and the animals. But there's a bit of a problem, because if it's Shabbos, you're not allowed to carry from the well to the Rosh That's going from Rosh Hashirah to the So there was a special kula, which is called Pasei Birois. Instead of having to build massive machitas around the well, what we do is, we just put, like, L-shaped things, which is like an Amor in each direction. An Amor in going east to west, and uh, an Amor going from north to south, shaped like an L now. And you put it in each of the four corners of the area which you want to create the Rosh surrounding the well. That's all you have to do. Again, there's, there's, obviously there's more how to it as how big that area has to be, the minimum and the maximum the, in terms of, without having to add a, extra puff in there. But, um, whatever the, the, the denim are, as I said, is discussed in everything. Right? Now, what happens if the Rabbi Huda says, what if I've got these, um, these uh, as I said, I've got my well bang in the middle and surrounding the well, but obviously much further out from the well. I want to create an area surrounding the well, which will be a Rishasayotid. I've got my Pasim. And then I've got a major highway, a highway road, which runs through the Pasim, between two of them, and goes out through another two. So basically, I've got my Rishasayotid, which has now got a a highway passing through it. So Rabbi Huda says, well, that's no good if you got a interrupting the you If you want to keep this as a Roshus Hayochid, you want to be able to carry inside there, you better redirect the road to the side, take it out of the pasim. Whereas the khachom zahachom says, no, ain't a torah. if you don't need to. It'll still be a rashut hayokid, even if you've got a road passing through. That's the special venom of pasim. So that's why we come and to here, the same thing. Zui Rosh Hasharabin, the Saratya, the Palatya, the Mubu'ezam of these are the cases of Rosh Hasharabin. But so the case of the Pasay Birois, where you've got that road passing through, ignore Rabbi Yehuda, that is the Rosh Hashayakhit. Zui Rosh Hasharabin, the case we've given you is Rosh Hasharabin, not the case of Rabbi Yehuda. That is the Rosh Hashayakhit. So I Kori Gomorrah. Why does it say over here, Zui Rosh Hasharabin Gomorrah? Why didn't it say Gomorrah? What's the actual word Gomorrah coming to say? And this time, as Rashi explained, I'll try and do it, but I don't think I'm going to do it justice. But this time you can't get out of it by saying because you may have said that the Chachamim only disagree with Rabbi Yehuda le Kulah, but not the Khumrah. Because try and work it out, it won't work. If the Rabbanon are saying that I've got my path in there and despite the fact that I've got a road passing through it, don't worry about it. You don't have to move the road. I don't have to move the road. And it's your assurance For what? Now, Obviously it must be a Rosh Sayokit to be able to carry Daladonis inside there because that's the whole point of the passing. If the Raboman are saying, Don't worry about it, leave the road passing through, it's still a Rosh Ayokid. If you're gonna tell me that I can't carry Daladonus in there, then what exactly is the point of not moving the road? The whole point of the passing is to allow me to carry in there. So obviously if they're saying it's a Rosh Sayofid despite the fact that it's got the road in there, that means I can carry Daladamas. So if you're telling me it's got the status of the Rosh Sayokit, that I can even carry Daladamas, then Kol it's got the states of the Rosh L'chumrah, meaning that if I throw an object from outside the Pasim from Rosh Hashanah into this area where the Pasim are, I'm going to be high for that. Of course it's got to say, if already I'm allowed to carry Daladam into there, it must be a pro- complete Rosh So of course you're going to be chai for throwing from Rosh Hashanah into there, into Rosh So what, how that minute could there be to say, that when the Rabbim said you don't have to move the road, because it's a Rosh it's only partially a Rosh Hashir I mean, it doesn't work. Obviously, it's a Rishat Hayochid, meaning you can carry it there. So, Kol Shken, it's going to be a Hayochid. If you throw something in there, in there you're going to be chai for that. So, what exactly would be the Havamina? So, the Gemara says, you're right, you don't really need the word Gemara there. But I did a Tana Resho Gemara. Since the Resho had to say, Zuya Rishat Hayochid Gemara, for the reason explained above, so it's Tana Nami Sefer Gemara. So, therefore, to keep semantics, keep the pattern. We teach in the Sefer as well Gemara. That's it. Says the Gemara, the Shad Nami Midbar. Why do we not include another case? I've got another example of a Rishasarabim. A midbar, a desert. So i because surely we've learnt in a Braith. Uh, what is a Sarabin? Saratio, that road connecting two cities. Or Palatio, the big marketplace, the Palatia Kadolo. Umavu the open-ended road. On two ends it's open, going from one major road to another major road. The Hamidbar and the desert. So why doesn't our include the desert? On the bayi, it's not a One's talking about the time when Kalalisoa were living in the Midbar Kalalisoa is there, the other talking about the, the Midbar about the about the Now Rashi learns, and Tosus clearly also learns, what this means to say is that when Kalalisoa were living in the Midbar, as Tosus puts so it, yeah, 600,000 people passing through there This is the, about 600,000 people. Now the bice is actually a lot more than 600,000 people, there's probably 3 million plus and you include women and children and people above 60. But, uh, so as doesn't, I think Sosus doesn't, any of it, it doesn't matter. the 600,000, the number that Terry gives us, that's the number we take to the Rishasarabim. Fine. So therefore, then it was a Rishasarabim. But nowadays, you've got very, very few people travelling through the desert. Therefore, it can't be a Rishasarabim. It will be eight caravans. Okay. Interestingly enough, I just want to add one point, And that is, the Rambam, when he lists out the examples of Rishasarabim in the beginning of Periquia Dadis, he writes a midbar. And, uh, which obviously makes it a little bit of a problem. Why is he a midbar as an example of, of Arisha Sarabin? Well, is he talking about when Klaar were travelling in the midbar? So, might I have a I mean, what are you telling me? History? Iran is telling me how of it's. it's not even a gay in the future. I mean, are we going to be travelling through the midbar? So, what does he mean? He means Bismarck So, Bismarck is a So If you're going to say what the Rambam means to say is he's talking about when there will be 600 in the times of the Midbar, sorry, in the times when they were travelling in the Midbar, in case, maybe in the future, so he should at least say that. It sounds like the Rambam is talking about Midmanas there. He's telling us, a Midbar nowadays has got the status of Rosh Hashanah Rabin. What? But nowadays, that's what we said as a Kamerist. No one travels there. So the Keshav Mishnah quotes from the son of the Rambam, Rabbi Avram and Arama, and he writes in Pirkas Avram, in his Shubhas, he writes in Simitash 12, he says what he believes his father means is that basically his father, the Mum, learns it, the other way around. And that is, the Bisman, the Bisman Kralis were going in the Midbar. Think about it, they had tents everywhere. And everyone was living there, and you could just imagine, you could just imagine what it must have looked like. Everyone was living there in close, close proximity, Had tents everywhere. You imagine you try and walk somewhere, there's a kid's bike in the way, and people's belongings are all strewn all, all over the place. You can't walk there. You can't walk in one straight line at least. And as we're going to see on Dov's side, there's a Tashem. That makes it into a calmness. But a there, it's a free-for-all. Okay, a lot of, you may not get a lot, of, a lot of people walking there. That's because it's hot. It's not particularly inhabitable. Eh? It's not inhabited. Therefore, that's why people don't go there a lot. But a mitre, it's very easy to walk there. It's a massive Rish Sarabin. Therefore, the Ramadan is completely the opposite. You may ask, so why is, let's say, a bico, Let's say, the, the, uh, the fields, why is that not a Rish Sarabin? Well, it's also a lot of people can walk there the answer is yeah but there's something stopping people walking there and that is because you've got crops planted there and you've got farmers who are not going to be very happy if you've got people walking over their crops so therefore that's why people don't walk there but a midbar is a place where anyone can walk there. there's no tents anymore there's no crops there it's inhabited anyone can walk there it's just a roshasarabim that would be the shit of the ramam and obviously you see from there the ramam shita seems to be there's only 600,000 people walking through and I believe that is the shita of the ramam but anyway finally let's see the last bit we're going to do for this it might be <inaudible> the evidence we said if a person takes from Rosh to Rosh Hashanah or vice versa. B'shegi if he does it, b'shegi chayav The meidit if it, the meidit on his shkorei finiskat is punished, but by shkorei or skila, as we said, depending whether there's tatzra, eidim or not. Okay. Says so the Gemara, b'shegi chayav chatos. You're telling me if he does it, b'shegi is chayav chatos. She said that's obvious. I mean, if you just tell me this is Rosh Hashanah, this is Rosh Hashanah. If you carry from one to the other, I know that means chayav chatos. I know that chilul Shabbos b'shegi is chayav chatos. Says the Gemara, you're right. Um, but the maizid onesh koriz miniskalit it's only telling you that i got the next statement which is that if you do a maizid it's punishable by koriz and skila and that apparently is not so obvious After the Gemara oh yeah that's also obvious I know that from the Makoshish the person with Machal al whatever he did I is what exactly which malochi he contravenes but whichever one he did we know he was stoned for it so you say and we know he's the maidens, so you know that Chilal Shabbos the Mezitz carries skido. So says the Gemara, "Hakamashmanon." Yeah, but what he's coming to teach you is he's coming to teach us it as follows. Kid the like that of Rav. The Rav because Rav said, "Votasi meginas Torah in Bei I found a Megillah story in the Bei edition, in the house of Rebbechil. Now, what is in the storim? story? Basically, um, we know Tereshvavah is not really supposed to be written down. So what they used to do, especially it seems maybe at times when it was ar- already getting a little closer to they were worried things would get forgotten, so if a certain uh, Tamar Fosom said something which was a uh, Khidrish to them, they would write it down in a Megidda, and then they'd hide it away. Just, it should be written down, but it should be hidden away because Teresh Vapar shows remain Teresh Vapar. And as the Maharaj Tzhiya says, whatever you find in the Gemara expression of it means one of these Megidda stories. So he said, I, I just came across one of these megidda stories, and the of it was written on it, Iti ben Yoda, Ome, um, Iti ben Yoda says, mem arbo, Im achas, that there are 39 primary Ovest Melaches, things done in the Mishkan, the 1er Chayev era Achas, and you're only Chayev for one of them. Meaning, in other words, seemingly what that means is, if you do all 39 of them on Shabbos, you'll be Chayev only once. Now, obviously what we mean by that is that he's at this stage at least, it sounds like we're talking about Akhobel Chatos. I'm not to be talking about Akhobel Chatos. Because so you can't be talking about skilo, because obviously if you do all 39, you can't be high skilo 39 times. because you can't be put to death more than once. But so koroban khasus, theoretically, a person could be chaived 39 korobanus. But he's telling us, you only chaived one. That's what it sounds like you saying. And we ask on that, is that really the case? For what to so, surely we've learned in the Mishnah in Klal Goddel, all these malachas are going to there's 39 of his malachas. So, we ask on that Mishnah, Minyon why do you need to tell me the number? I can count it? because the Mishnah then goes on and tells us the 39 Madoffes, it enumerates them. So, you don't need to tell me that the number, Bar, Hashem, I'm perfectly capable of counting it for myself. So, Rabbi Yechonon, so Rabbi says, What it's coming to tell you is, that if you do all 39 Madoffes in one go, in one forgetful moment, you forgot it was Shabbos, you did all 39 Madoffes, you're going to be 30, of 39 times. And as Rashi puts it, it's also telling us, so there's 39 obvious malachis to tell you but you can't be five more than 39 times. Because the only way you can do more than that is if you do the toldus as well. Let's say you do dosh, which is of malach, of threshing, and you also do schita, squeezing out juice. Squeezing. That's the told. You would only be five once. If you do both of them together, you can only be chayved once. So it's, it's a maximum of 39, but you can be chayved 39. It's not true to say you only five once. And in case you want to say, maybe EC disagrees with that Mishnah, as Totus and other Roshanin point out, no, because Ishi said the same thing. That the Ovis, Achas. So, I think we could have the same question on him. To the extent that some ask, so why didn't we just learn it from Ishi Ben Yehuda? Why do we have to bring in Rabbi and Why do we have to bring in the Mishnah from later on? Okay, that's the question. And we answer, so El uh, or oh, so you should say, Chayval And here we see how one word can change the whole meaning. When Ishi Ben Yudah said, Eino Elo achas, it's a it's a it's a it's a mistake. It should say Chayef, al achas mehan. One of those thirty nine, you're not chayef for. Now, as Rashi says, so say, all the Rishonim say, basically, except as so, Rabeinu Chananel. That means to say skilo. There's one out of those thirty nine Malochas, which is not punishable by Skil, if you do it b'meitzit. A chataas if you do it b'sherikin, yes, all thirty nine are, are punishable by. As we said, Isi Ben Yudah definitely holds on that. Um I mean, we've got the Mishnah later and you, you, basically, you can see that from the Gomorrahs, as the Tosufists we discussed, I'm running, running out of time, but as we discussed this in the Shia, it's clear from the fact that the Gomorrah didn't give this answer earlier, that it's coming to tell you that there's one of the Melochists, which is not, uh, in other words, when we ask, uh, you're Chayev That's, Shaykh, you're why did not the Gomorrah just say, yeah, but it's coming to tell you that you're Chayev Achasos, this one, because one of them you're not Chayev You see, obviously, all 39 Melochists, a person is Chayev Achasos for. But when it comes to skilah, there's one out of the 39 which is not punishable by skilah. We don't know which one it is. Isi ben didn't tell us that. He just said, out of the 39 of its monochas, there's one which is not punishable by skilah. The Hoham on what this bride is coming to teach us is, then the Molochah of Etzah is one of those Molochahs which is not included in the sophic. In other words, you've got a list now of the 39 Molochahs. You're trying to work out which one of those 39 is not punishable by Skila. You can cross off Skila. Uh, you can cross off Etzah because the Molochah of Etzah is most definitely Chayef, Skila, if you do it for Which one then is not Chayef by Skila? It's one after the other 38. Which one? Maybe we do know. Maybe we don't know. We spoke about, the, I think it was the Chudosh but, uh, maybe it's the Melokha of Khabarov. There's slight like problems with that, but... It could be that's the Melokha. The Kittar, to sum up, that's what this price is coming to tell us. If a person does Ha'itro, from Rosh Hashayot to Rosh Hashayot, or vice versa, if he does the Meshayot, he's Chai V'Khatsos. Don't talk a posture like any of the other melochas, of course you're Chai khay- But The, the Kiddush is not in the Shayot, it's in the Mazes. If a person does it the Mazes, it's punishable by skila. And obviously, this and Koris, obviously, as well, if there's no or Asra, this one is one of those which has definitely got skila, despite the fact that it's one of those Malachas out of the 39 which is, which is not punishable by skila.